morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And it's going to be an interesting episode because we're actually going to change things up. So for the time being, we're no longer going to be going with comics, TV shows, movies, and other stuff. And we're actually just going to be focusing on one topic. Now, I know many of you who've been looking forward to any of my comic books that I have spoken about. If you want me to bring that back, just email me at fuentmediallc at gmail.com. Again, that is fuentmediallc at gmail.com if you want me to bring that aspect back. But anyway, like I said, we're going to be talking about one topic, and that is the showcases. Now, for the past two weeks, I want to say two, three weeks, we've been introduced to four different showcases. First was the Sony showcase, then was the Xbox showcase, then was the Ubisoft showcase, and after that was Capcom's uh, showcase. And if you were very surprised that Capcom did a showcase, trust me. You were not the only one. Now, many of you are wondering why a lot of these uh, different companies are doing showcases. Isn't this when they would be doing E3? And that's actually very interesting because E3, for a lot of this, has been deemed irrelevant. And that's because, think about it, we're at the point of technology where you don't need a central location. Before, 20 years ago, yes, E3 was important. Not everybody had a computer. Not everybody was as tech savvy, and we didn't have the technology to host these showcases online for people to watch. It just wasn't a thing. You had to do all these big events, and a lot of times, all these companies had to show up for E3 and basically present on games to be announced so people can get excited for That was the big day. That was when you would throw in your best stuff, even if it wasn't finished, just to show people that you had something. Heck, you even would have demos during E3, and people would look forward to it every single year. Heck, I looked forward to it. I, When I was younger, I wanted to go to E3 with my friends, play these games, even if it was just one game. After spending hours online just for the experience yes to some that sounds absolutely idiotic but for for me and my friends that was the dream at least one dream honestly i have plenty of other dreams i can't think of them but i do have plenty of other dreams but i mean that's the thing it's over there's no need for e3 the last e3 was in 2021 They canceled 2022 and there's no E3 for 2023. And it's just incredible how before COVID, it became irrelevant. I mean, think about it. After COVID, everybody went online. Everybody had to do this virtual thing and it gave people the opportunity to go out and do it. I mean, when E3 did come back in 2021, one company was not there for it which surprised everybody because they went and did their own thing. And you know who that company was? Sony. Remember, back in 2021, Sony was the only company not to show up for E3, did their own thing, and saw how successful it was. Because, what, in 2021, E3 was virtual? Think about it. 
you had an event where people had to show up in person and made it virtual. They were basically advertising, hey, you don't need to show up. You do not need to be here. And that's what Sony did. And their showcase ended up being successful, which basically marked the end of E3. And today, I wanted to talk about how each showcase happened for 2023 and basically rank them on which one was the best and which one was the worst. And to do that, we're going to be talking about what games was announced, if it was an exclusive game, and how many of them kind of give us a clear idea on where this company is going, especially when it comes to the console company. So like Microsoft and Sony. And like I said, to start us off, we're going to be talking about Sony. So one of the games that was announced during their showcase was Spider-Man 2, which we all know is basically an exclusive before in about two, three years when they put it on PC. But for the time being, it's a uh, Xbox. It's a PlayStation exclusive. And during their showcase, they showed gameplay. They gave us more details on their game with Spider-Man having the spider suit, not the, with the Venom suit. You know what I mean? With basically Venom going to be in the game and showing exactly what movesets he may have based on Spider-Man. We saw that we were able to switch between Miles and Spidey. We know Genji is going to be a lot more than just a basic side character. And Kraven is going to be hunting different Spider-Man villains, starting off with the Lizard. Which, from the video we see, is absolutely huge. Probably his hugest adaptation. But it shows us a lot. Gets us excited. I mean, if you guys watched the showcase, this was the trailer everybody waited for. And it was at the end because people knew that if they saw it sooner, they were going to turn off and not see the entire showcase. So by the time Spider-Man came around, everybody was hyped. Everybody was excited to get their hands on PlayStation. Or if they already had a PlayStation, was so excited because they knew they were going to play a fantastic game. And that's exactly what Sony wanted. They wanted to build the hype. They wanted people to get excited. And they did. Another game that was announced and the first trailer was put in the Sony showcase was Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater Remake, which is coming to all platforms. Not a lot of people knew that it was going to be a remake. There was a lot of speculation that the next Metal Gear game was going to be a sequel. But for them to do a remake and show it at the Sony showcase definitely builds up a lot of hype and again off platform so it's going to come for everybody we got a good trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage also coming out on all platforms Alan Wake 2 another one all platforms Dragon Dogma another game all platforms and then Sony started getting into their exclusives which was pretty good first we got fair game which is basically a competitive modern heist game where you team up to break into some exotic locations, steal some cargo, but there's also a twist. You also need to not only outsmart the guard security system, but you also need to compete against other teams. So you're basically competing with other online players, crews that extract uh, most of the loot and basically run away or is going to rise to the top. And not to mention it's only going to be for pc and playstation so no xbox which kind of sucks for xbox people because it actually looks like it's going to be a good game 
Another one is Bungie's new IP, Marathon, which is coming to PlayStation and PC. And you guys gotta remember, Bungie is a big company. While a lot of people may have their criticisms of Bungie, please, it is not comparable to the criticisms of 343. I will take Bungie, who has given us Destiny and given us new content for seasons after season with new DLC, and then you just have 343, who can't even do that. So, honestly, I call that a win for Marathon. And it's coming to PlayStation and PC, and not Microsoft. Honestly, I don't know if that's a Sony thing, or if Bungie's still kind of mad at Microsoft. Could be either one. Uh, the next exclusive they announced was Foam Stars, which was looking like a Splatoon ripoff. Another thing they announced was Destiny's 2, the Final Shape DLC, which everybody got hyped up because we all knew there was going to be a DLC, but the thing people did not expect was Cade 6 returning, which everybody was super excited about. And of course, you had another exclusive that was announced, which was the Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2, which was a PSR 2 exclusive. So you had another exclusive game. So... Actually, PlayStation had a pretty good showcase. You had different exclusives and other games that was all platforms. But for PlayStation, it was mostly exclusives. Sure, there was other indie games, but these were the ones that actually got people talking. For the good or the bad, it got people talking. <laughs> but anyway, the Sony showcase was really great. Everybody was hyped. I was excited to see what PlayStation was going to do, especially with their best foot forward. And honestly, it was a good showcase. If I had to rank it, I would definitely rank it a 9 out of 10. Well, of course, we wanted to see a bunch of other stuff, and they did pile on indie games that nobody really cared about for a while. Wow, I actually got bored at one point because there were so many indie games. They did give us a bunch of new IP to look forward to. And the fact that, honestly, they got people excited to want to have a PlayStation or proud that they do have a PlayStation. And that's what really counts. Because one of the biggest problems with Xbox's showcase, especially when it comes specifically to their Xbox Series X and S, is something I'm going to talk about during their showcase. But honestly, I rank a Sony's showcase a 9 out of 10 because they gave us a bunch of stuff to look forward to. The stuff that was shown during their showcase was really good. And most importantly, they got ex everybody excited for their uh, console. Honestly, I took the point off because just so many indie games. So many indie games. Anyway, moving on, I wanted to talk about Xbox's showcase, which was actually not that bad. I actually... Was excited for it, but also kind of disappointed, and this is the reason why. And it's really because there's no exclusivity. PlayStation, you have games like, let's say, Spider-Man 2. That is going to be for the console only. And then afterwards, maybe a two years, two, three years, then it will come to PC. You have a reason for people buying a PlayStation, but you don't give one. For the Xbox players, you basically have them feeling left out because not only do they have to integrate it for a console, but they also have to integrate it for the computer as well, which kind of sucks because you have people who spent money on a console 
wanting to be treated well, and it doesn't happen. I mean, look at it this way. Look at, um, at, oh, oh, how do you pronounce this? Avode, the new fantasy RPG. Sure, it looks very generic, but it's a Microsoft exclusive, but it's also coming to PC as well. You have a High on Life, the new DLC they announced, which was actually very excited, although I guess it's less comedy because it's a horror DLC called High on Knife. Another Xbox exclusive slash PC. You have all these games releasing, and listen, I'm excited for some of these games. I have a PC, but the thing that kind of sucks about being an Xbox person, or what sucked for me, was that we didn't feel like we were treated like PlayStation people. It felt like we were just, oh, okay, uh, here's uh, an Xbox exclusive, but it's also PC, and there we go. That And that kind of sucks. At PlayStation, we kind of feel special. At Xbox, it's kind of like, oh, okay, Xbox, PC, Xbox, PC. But anyway, I'm getting a little too far into that. But uh, speaking of going back into the showcase, a Cyberpunk was also announced. There are Phantom Liberty, Dogtown DLC, Deep Dive, which actually explained what we're getting in this DLC, uh, how much Idris Elba is in there. And we kind of saw... Uh, what's my call it? Keanu Reeves character interacting with him. And it was actually pretty funny. We kind of see how much of an expansion this is with a pretty hefty price, but I guess compared to Destiny, it's not that hefty with $35. So if you're willing to spill that kind of money, you're going to get this DLC, which is good for Cyberpunk because Cyberpunk has come a long way from when it was first released. That was bad. It was really bad. And then, of course, like I mentioned before, we have the new DLC, High on Life, which is a horror DLC for a game that was actually pretty good, High on Life. Now, it really sucks what happened with Justin Rowland and, he's, and honestly, the controversy around this game. But honestly, if you can get this DLC, I would recommend it. The game was fantastic, and this DLC will definitely prove a home run too, I'm hoping. Another uh, gameplay that was revealed during Xbox's showcase was Payday 3. And of course, that's coming to all platforms. A new Xbox PC indie game, 33 Immortals Co-op, which is going to be on their wish list, is a roguelike game where you will have 33 players at once, or up to 33 players, in this co-op. No idea how they're going to handle that, but you know what? Power to them. A game that actually got me excited because it looks very unique was South of Midnight. It's made by Compulsion Games. And it made me a little weary at the same time. It's an Xbox exclusive, PC exclusive. But the thing that made me very weary was the fact that these are the same people that made We Happy Few. And that game was, for a while, it was super exciting. Like, people were excited to get the game. It looked like it was gonna be revolutionary, especially with the demo they had a couple years prior. But when the game actually came out, it was very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. But I'm hoping that they learned their lesson and now is making a game that will showcase how interesting the trailer was. Because I have no idea if it's going to, we're going to be uh, fighting with the music or doing something like, uh, oh, what the, what's that game? Um, the one that just came out recently, Hi-Fi Flow. I think that's it. Where you basically fight to the sound of the music. Because if it is... And they do what they show in the trailer? I'm happy for it. Another game announcement, which actually showcased during the Xbox. Now, it's funny because the one thing that kind of sucked 
is that Xbox promised no CGI trailers. Everything was going to be in-game footage, and then you had the Star Wars Outlaw announcement trailer, which was all CGI. But it was a great announcement, though. Got people talking for this new Ubisoft RPG world, open world game, and it's coming to all platforms. Uh, very great. I'm super excited to see where it goes. And it basically led the way for people wanting to be interested to watch the Ubisoft showcase. Another thing that was announced was a Sea of Thieves DLC, Monkey Island. For those of you who are Monkey Island fans, this was great for you. Uh, another Xbox PC exclusive. Of course, Microsoft threw in their Flight Simulator 2024. Another Xbox PC exclusive. The other game that people were looking forward to was the uh, Senua's Saga, which is basically the name for Hellblade 2. Another Xbox PC exclusive, which people are super excited about. And the trailer really did it justice. Another CGI trailer, but honestly, I love the first Hellblade, and this one just spoke. I'm like, yes, please be good. Xbox needs a win. They really need a win. Another game that was announced during the showcase was Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. That one's for all platforms. Fallout 76, Atlantic City, DLC, all platforms. Uh, Forza Motorsports, Xbox PC, a new Overwatch, uh, Adventure Begins expansion on all platforms, which, yeah, that one's getting a lot of slack for because they want you to pay $15 for story missions, but again, that's another thing, but that's coming to all platforms, like I stated, and the thing that people were excited for, which was the Starfield gameplay, and I gotta admit, that was really good, and they also did an entire deep dive after the showcase was ended for Starfield, where we got to see the story trailer, the gameplay trailer, with the release date confirmed for September 6th, which is only about, what, three months away, maybe two and three-fourth quarters at this point, and I'm excited for it. This is a game that can basically put Xbox back on the map for having and making great games again, because honestly, the games that Xbox is has been releasing so far haven't been good compared to what it was like during the 360 era so hopefully this kind of pushes them back into the spotlight because starfield is a big game they've been working on it apparently for over a decade i think over two decades i don't know i it was either 15 or 25 i don't remember but still a long time to work on this game and if it flops Oh God, if it flops, I really don't want to see the backlash from that, but I'm hoping it does. It, it does good. Uh, another thing they also announced was Still Wakes the Deep, which is also coming to all platforms. And that was basically, of course, they released a bunch of indie games, but these were the more important announcements from Xbox. And honestly, I'm going to rank them a 8 out of 10. While they did give us really good showcases, the problem is that a lot of these exclusive games is also coming to PC, and most of them are coming to Game Pass, which is a big problem for a lot of these studios because they're not getting the revenue. Sure, you can argue that a lot of these studios are going to be earning a piece of that Game Pass, but it's not enough. 
one of the games that came out this year, which was an Xbox and, of course, PC exclusive, Hi-Fi Flow, was a fantastic game, but they didn't meet their sales numbers because I didn't buy the game. I saw it on Game Pass. And that was another thing. A lot of these studios need to make money. And if they're a Game Pass one day one exclusive, then they're not going to make as much money as they once did. I mean, honestly, what would make this better is if they had a release date for people on the Xbox first, and then maybe a month, two months later, they had it on PC. Because like I said, why would you, one of the biggest things about these showcases is people wanting to buy an Xbox. People wanting to grab that console. But why should they? At this point, Xbox basically saying, hell, we don't care if you buy an Xbox, just get a PC. And it's, it's not viable. It doesn't make Xbox people feel special. Because, I mean, at this point, what's the point of buying an Xbox? There isn't. Just get a PC. But like I said, honestly, the showcase was pretty good. Besides a few CGI trailers, which they promised that there wasn't going to be, it was actually pretty entertaining. They released, now releasing a bunch of good games, DLCs. So I'm actually excited. They're actually starting to move forward a bit. Not as much as I want them to, but at least it's in the right direction. I'm actually kind of disappointed, though, that they didn't release anything for a new Gears game or something for Halo Infinite. But like I said, I'll give them an 8 out of 10. It was really good, and I was actually enjoying it. More than I thought it was going to be. But of course, that isn't it for the showcases, because we also had the Ubisoft showcases and again, this is all going to be for all platforms. So, I mean, I don't have to really say if it's for PlayStation or Xbox or PC. But one of the first games they announced was the new Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game, which they've been hyping for a couple years now. And during the trailer, we saw that this Avatar game is going to be a first person game, which is kind of disappointing because honestly, I think with the gameplay and how the game plays, it would have benefited from a third person. Because think about it, Pandora is this beautiful place. And being able to see it in third person instead of first person would have been better in my opinion. But then again, some first person's games, I get it. You want to feel as if you're seeing it through your own eyes. So I get it. The gameplay actually reminded me a lot of Far Cry. So I'm hoping that the story is really good and I'm hoping the game is fantastic because the movies are killing it. Say what you want about the Avatar movies being overhyped. They still make over $2 billion. Two movies, each of them $2 billion each. So say what you want, they're still a hit. So Ubisoft already putting their best foot forward. And then we also have the X Defined open beta announcement during the showcase, which is for June 21st through the 23rd. We saw some a deep dive into the Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown gameplay. We also got a trailer for Division Resurgence, the mobile game. Yay, which is a mobile exclusive because everybody wanted that. We also got a closed beta for Skull and Bones, which is a game that has been pushed back several times at this point. And my God, when that game finally comes out, it's going to be interesting. But the one thing that really made this interesting was the fact that they actually had a acapella band there called Home Free singing a song, Skull and Bones. And while the song was actually pretty good, we really didn't get any gameplay at all. 
So I guess they were trying to distract us with all these pretty visuals. But I mean, I guess when they do the closed beta for those who pre-order this game, we will definitely see exactly what type of game this will be. Because at this point, it's changed so much that I don't even remember. But anyway, another thing they announced is the third game in the Crew franchise, which is Motorfest, which is going to apparently bring us to the world of Hawaii. Or how they say it, Hawaii. And apparently you're going to be able to go back and forth between the United States, Hawaii, and some of the islands, which is pretty good. So my guess is we're going to have some boat gameplay. After the Crew Motorfest announcement, we did have a couple of reveal trailers for the next games in the Assassin's Creed franchise, which is the Nexus reveal trailer, which of course is their virtual reality Assassin's Creed, where you'll be able to play as different assassins from the previous game. Which is good because, I mean, if you liked playing them on the console, putting on a virtual reality helmet and playing as them and basically moving the way they move is pretty fun too. Another thing they basically did was also gave us a gameplay trailer for Mirage, the Assassin's Creed game that's going back to its basics. And for the most part, it looks pretty good. Now, the engine kind of makes it look dated. I'm not going to lie. It kind of does look dated. And the gameplay is pretty fun. No more of this RPG stuff, bringing it back to the old good Assassin's Creed days. But I'll say this, they give you a bar which you're able to build up and you're able to do these special Assassin's Creed moves, which kind of makes it look like you're teleporting. I mean, cool. Not the thing I was looking forward to, but honestly, I'm just hopefully this sells because I really don't want an RPG Assassin's Creed game. I want it to go back where you're hiding, jumping, just taking out people, not having to grind to take out people. But another game in the Assassin's Creed franchise, which kind of looks okay, and it sucks because we've been asking for China, ancient China, for years, and they finally give it to us in a mobile game. And we got a teaser, so hopefully it's good. I am praying that it's at least decent, and we'll see how that goes. No idea how some of the mobiles will be able to play it. Probably it's going to be the newest Samsung or the newest iPhone. And God help their batteries. Uh, we did get a few gameplay from the new Star Wars Outlaw, which looks really good. You're able to do your own choices. It's in third person. And I'm excited for it. It looks like it's going to be a great game. And the decisions you make actually affect some of the story on whether you're basically wanted not wanted you also have a uh, commando droid as a partner as well which is pretty cool honestly this game looks like it's gonna be a great game for ubisoft i'm excited for them and finally a star wars game not made by ea i am very very hopeful for ubisoft to make this game good because God help them after they've been doing so many Assassin's Creed games, so many Tom Clancy games, a new IP with them is maybe the jump they need to make a good game. Please be a good game and not as bad as The Division, please. Anyway, and that was basically it for Ubisoft's uh, showcase. 
Which makes sense because Ubisoft usually has a big thing during E3. I remember, what, 10, 15 years ago when Assassin's Creed 2 or 3 was coming out. They had this basically obstacle course to make you feel like an assassin. And it was pretty cool. So it makes sense for them to do the showcase. And they released some pretty good games that they're releasing. It was really great seeing all these great games. Things that you were excited about that are coming out in the next year. Maybe not this year, but definitely 2024. And they did a great gameplay trailer. Showdown, uh, giving us some great gameplay on their Avatar game and their next Star Wars game. So if I had to give this a good ranking, I would rank this, you know what? I'd give it an eight out of 10. Very good, build some hype, make some new IP, and honestly, I'm giving them an eight out of 10 because some of the stuff they announced Kind of questionable, the whole Skull of Bones announcement with the closed beta with a song being sung. Yeah, that was a bit on the questionable side, but hey, I'm excited for the new games. They're new IPs, so hopefully it's really good. And last but not least, we have the Capcom Showcase. Yeah, this, I have no idea what they were doing with this one. Anyway, it's all all the games announced were going to be for all platforms. One of them was Path of the Goddess, an action-adventure game with the same trailer being shown here as with the Xbox Showcase. Uh, they did give us an update on their new game, Pragmata, with a trailer kind of saying, sorry, the game is being delayed. The trailer was actually cute. Uh, they get, did give us a Ghost Trick demo from the creators of uh, Ace Attorney, and I don't know why this had to be one of their big announcements. Uh, speaking of Ace Attorney, uh, they did give us an announcement for the trailer for the collection for games 4 through 6. Uh, they did give us an Exo Primal release date trailer and a Dragon's Dogma gameplay trailer. And um, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and rank this a 3 out of 10 because honestly... If this was it, why have a showcase? It's not like you were releasing a new Resident Evil game. Why? Hell, it would have been even better if they had, I don't know, um, Silent Hill. Are they selling? No, they're not Silent Hill. No, 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 they're not Silent Hill. Um, my bad, different studio. But anyway, something, anything. Heck, maybe some DLC for Street Fighter VI. But no, nothing. It was just a waste of time and just left people confused, especially with the Ghost Trick demo announcement. What was that? Honestly, yeah, it was a waste of time. It was 40 minutes and just no, no, just for quality and timing purposes, three out of 10. And that was it for basically the showcases. And like I said, this is going to be the future for E3 because no longer are we having to basically wait for one company's event? We're basically waiting for all of them and they could be as spread out as they want to be. Heck, they could have multiple showcases per year and not have to wait for E3 because that's basically what we have come to. And it's a good thing. As sad as it is, E3 is no longer necessary, but if they want to come back, they're gonna have to go with these indie games. Because that is basically the advertisement that these indie games are going to need. And that's basically going to be the future for E3 unless something happens. 
Maybe E3 will no longer exist in the next year, or maybe they'll take the advice and stick with indie games since all these companies can now just do their own thing. Who knows? And honestly, like I said before, Capcom really, really didn't need to do their own thing when it came to the showcase. But anyway, I definitely will say this. I think the best one was definitely PlayStation for the purposes of, in the end, you wanting a PlayStation. Sure, Xbox's showcase was great, but in the end, PlayStation made you want to grab it so you can play some of their exclusive games, which honestly is what the showcase's purpose was when it used to be with E3. Before, 10 years ago, or during the 360 era, you had Gears of War 3, Halo 3, Halo Reach, and people were like, I need to get my hands on an Xbox to play these games. But that's not the case, and PlayStation is the only person still doing this. May people st hate them for it? Sure. But it's winning them and getting them more sales per console than Xbox will ever have. But like I said, Xbox really did a good thing with their showcase. I was very proud of them. And who knows, maybe Xbox will sell a few more consoles, but in the end, I think PlayStation's got them in that front. And you know what? I'll give Xbox credit when credit is due. They bought so many studios and now we're basically getting to see that traction. So I definitely would rank them second in the showcase because they definitely had some good. Ubisoft was great. I was actually happy for Ubisoft. Some great game announcements, some great uh, trailers, and especially that deep dive into the new Star Wars game Outlaws. And like I said, I rank Capcom the worst. Wow! Like, just wow. But anyway, like I said, I think the showcases are going to be the future, and who knows? Maybe Blizzard and Activision will do their own showcase. They probably will. They're a big enough company. So, uh, that's about it for this episode. Like I said, I'm going to be doing uh, certain subjects where I'm just going to be talking about them instead of breaking everything down into comics, TV shows, and movies. If you like it, let me know. If you don't, let me know there too. But anyway... Thank you guys for listening. Have a blessed one. Goodbye. Sayonara. Have a good day.